0: It's Monday, December 6th. You're listening to the Tech Breakfast Podcast, a show that brings you delicious tech news and all the hot takes you can handle with Tyler Gates, Russ Cantwell, and Aaron Bewley. It's episode 224. It's me and Tyler today. How's it going, sir?
1: It's going good, man. It's Monday. Sweet. Coming off a pretty sweet weekend. Feeling yeah, man. mostly refreshed. So what y'all do? A mix of good and bad. We Actually, I, would, I took a guy's trip down in Matagorda Bay in uh, the or on the Gulf of Mexico. Played some golf, caught some fish, redfish in this case, cooked them up, and uh, yeah, just had a fun dude's weekend. Nice, man. Wow, That is awesome.
0: That is awesome.
1: Um, But it's not all, rosy. I came back to a gas leak at my house. What? That's not good. No, and it it gets better. It wasn't just one. It turns out lots of little leaks exist in my house, and they're, Uh, they're very small, which is probably why I didn't, get noticed or set off any of the uh, carbon monoxide alarms but yeah. yeah so that's that's super fun <laughs> how did you discover that uh actually my wife did she was out uh doing some christmas decorating uh putting lights up and uh wh- the most significant leak which is just a pinhole leak but the most significant was enough to that she could actually smell it and it was yeah. right behind my meter so from the meter into the wall that had corroded enough to get a pinhole leak and it was just venting natural gas out into the air oh but outside that was outside yeah it turns out when we came and had it checked obviously the gas is off so no hot water no stove action and all that kind of stuff right now but um the uh the pressure test exposed some really small leaks and just different fittings in different places inside the house too so apparently i've been living in a bomb for like a year that's exciting
0: (laughs) yeah but it's been i guess small enough that it hasn't been yeah we couldn't even smell it right yeah exactly it was it was
1: definitely insignificant and like i said it wasn't setting off any of the uh, carbon monoxide alarms either so it, it wasn't enough to trigger anything but still a little unsettling to know that we've been living here with uh leaky pipes
0: yeah. But probably a good time for a uh a PSA there. If y'all don't have carbon monoxide alarms in your house, get them. them. Very important. Very important. They're like ten dollars. And uh just, you know, place them all over your house. Man. Yeah,
1: and and to that point, right? So some of the leaks, <sighs> just as a point of reference, part of that PSA, uh, one was actually a water heater, um, not something that we've messed with since we moved in. So it's been that way since we moved in. Uh two were actually on the uh, furnaces in my in my house which is great because I have two furnaces both apparently they both had small leaks uh, in their their inlets um, one of those had been touched it was uh, replaced actually since we moved in so could have been from that activity but
0: just uh, I don't know
1: get a get a pressure test for good feelings if you've got an old
0: house yeah man I didn't even think about doing that pressure test like just proactive pressure test for for gas. We've been we've yeah. been suddenly having uh water fixture issues all over the house, you know, like a, <laughs> a, a the sink, joys uh, of home
1: ownership as they yes, say.
0: exactly. I, I was at lunch I was telling you, and I was like, it's time to buy a new house. Like let's just sell this <laughs> house, build a new one, one that's smaller with like fewer, fewer faucets, fewer things to go bad. So yeah. yeah. One of our toilets started so where the uh where the tank connects to uh the seat. There's these bolts that go through it to hold yep. the porcelain together, right? And then there's uh there's water um uh o-rings or rubber rubber o-rings that kind of clamp down to keep the water from going through where the hose are holes are drilled. And uh one of those rubber o-rings decided didn't want to seal anymore. <laughs> so gotta nice. replace that, which I don't know exactly how you do because you can turn off the water and flush the toilet, empty the tank down to where the tank just has like you know, an inch or two of water, but the tank still has an inch or two of water. And so it's this weird, I guess I can put some buckets under the, the bolts. Anyway, whatever. This is a technology podcast, not a, <laughs> not a plumbing. Uh, podcast. Home repair. But I'm going to pop yeah. that
1: thing out. If you're talking home about repair. the, the little fixture, you know, that, that yeah. attaches to the water, but yeah, yeah the, you can pop them the out put in a new gasket.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, no, I ordered like- that on Amazon, like six bucks, get two new ones, throw them in. I'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> All right, dude. Speaking of technology podcasts, um, I'm pretty sure you saw the, the picture I just shared. Did you see we're uh, we're in the top 200 in um, Russia, in Austria, in Belgium, a host of other countries? But it was a fun reminder. I hadn't looked at that in a while. I don't proactively look, I subscribe to a, a thing that uh, it's I think it's called Chartable. Ah, cool. Anyway, they just they ping me every probably month or two it's not it's even really that stat. often
1: oh no yeah, we're down as, 29 positions in russia sorry russia probably <laughs> right? stopped recording for like a month
0: <laughs> correct yeah we took a few weeks <laughs> off um yeah and i went and looked at the list and it's mostly russian so i i sometimes wonder how many of those nations use it to just listen to english uh That's maybe not so much about question. technology but i don't know i don't know so I also don't
1: know. I can't. I've worked question, with uh, interesting, all the same.
0: Yeah, I've worked with a bunch of people um, who ended up um, um, coming to the U.S. and English was not their native language, and so it's often a, a fun conversation. You know, how did you learn English, right? And you get you get a bunch of fun, different answers, uh, yeah, either sure. music or you know some television series yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's funny. All right, um, what do we have on the docket for technology today? Um, let's see here, we, we should probably start with our today in tech history. I think the last one we did, nope, uh, we did Segway. But right before that, uh, Apple released QuickTime in, on December 2nd, so this was uh, four days ago, on the show four days ago, uh, in 1991. And so I guess, uh, what is that, 30 years? 30 years ago, last week. Today, Apple sues over QuickTime, December 6th. You gotta guess the year. Uh, Apple sues the San Francisco Canyon Company, alleging they helped Intel and Microsoft steal code developed under contract for QuickTime for Windows. Apple first released it, as I was just saying, uh, for the Macintosh in December of 91, and then contracted the San Francisco Canyon Company to port QuickTime to Windows in 92. Microsoft's competing video for Windows technology was not as advanced as QuickTime, even when it came out a year after QuickTime. In 93, I'm giving away too many years here. <laughs> uh, anyway, it goes on. It re- reads through the whole story. I never even knew about this, but, you know. Yeah, I, I, in I elementary don't school not the time. all that
1: either. So. Right.
0: What do you think? Take a stab. It's not the Which, 80s. Okay. There,
1: there was a lot of things not the 80s. <laughs>
0: 92. 94. 94. So close. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why this is, I guess, that big of a deal. Let's see. Uh, It was later revealed that Apple was threatening Microsoft with a multi-billion dollar lawsuit that was famously settled by Steve Jobs and Bill Gates in 1997. The settlement Mm -hmm. is now believed to have helped Apple survive long enough to transform themselves in the 2000s ushering in the mobile device revolution and the new world of technology. Wow. Okay. So I guess there is a little bit more to that than I thought. A multi-billion dollar lawsuit is a lot in the early nineties for one. Yeah. Right. Different, uh, different type of money then. Um, and I guess this, uh, this settlement in 97, can you imagine that? Can you imagine a world without Apple? You'd be like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. I can.
1: It's easy for no, me. No, <laughs> maybe maybe after they started the smartphone revolution or maybe if they just stayed as an MP3 device company because they made great yeah. MP3 players and now you can't get any of them.
0: They're all yep.
1: $800 and fail in five years.
0: Oh, that's ridiculous. We Yeah, <clears throat> you can't even use an iPhone as like a... Not phone and just use it as an iPod, which is we, we've tried to do with one of our daughters. It's yeah, so locked down; and and it I requires it. a SIM to launch, and just all this ridiculousness. So that's that's terrible. We're not locked down, but that, which is it requires? Partial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I could just disable a bunch of the require. It's like it's like when you launch Windows these days, and they want you to have a like you just can't you can't just like install an OS and um, say you know. User uh, John Doe or whatever, right? They have to have a Microsoft account. Um, they gotta have a PIN now. You gotta Please. have like just a bunch of, all this other stuff. Anyway, now I know there's gonna be people that're gonna ping me afterwards because I've said this in the past and like, well, actually, you can get around that and all this kind of stuff. And I know, <laughs> yeah, but the but way it's that not, they, it's
1: not easy, and it's it, intended no. not to be easy.
0: Correct. Yeah. And for those of y'all that haven't installed Windows 11 yet, um, I I had a good laugh whenever I first installed it. They hit you right in the face with the uh, the Xbox console, right? They're like, "Thanks for installing Windows 11. Okay, let's get you into our gaming platform. Let's start buying games. Let's start connecting you to your friends. Let's start participating here, and you know, buying whatever." It's uh, it's, it's pretty clear. It's funny, yeah. E gaming, e sports makes a ton of money. Yeah, it does. All
1: right, Russ, you can tell us all about
0: it. Just kidding. Yeah, that's uh. They
1: they need your they need you logged in. They need to know it's you so they can advertise to you and get you to pay for subscriptions. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. Um, okay. What do we have in the news? Um, Twitch streamers are the internet's new rock stars, by the Washington Post. Uh, really? No, not going to talk about that. Ten hours a day, streamers that. are broadcasting lives of obsession and wealth for an unforgiving crowd. How long can any of them last? That's crazy. okay. I wasn't going to talk about this. I don't know, that's pretty pretty fascinating, actually. I yeah. Mean, it, it shows it, it's an interesting
1: comparison too. I don't I don't watch any Twitch streamers. I know um
0: Russ, Russ you watch occasionally Russ, and he I mean, talks about clearly.
1: it. Clearly. Yeah. But I. I don't even even Russ, which yeah, sure. just joking. I mean, yeah. take that for what it's worth, right? <laughs> right? Um but obviously uh it it's huge. Um it's a big business at this point. I I I have I feel like I'm skeptical that that they're on the same playing field as, you know, kind of the, the rock star that they're comparing no. it to. But yeah. but I, I think maybe to some extent that's a numbers game too, right? You think, name what? your favorite band from the 90s and you think about the number of people that really pay attention to them and... and and you look at a streamer today that because they're so much more accessible, it wouldn't surprise me if they actually exceeded individuals that were tracking their activities.
0: Oh, my gosh. OK, I'm not going to read this whole article, but I, I've never even heard of this person, uh, Tyler Steinkamp. So just before midnight, um, this is the we'll I'll drop it in the I'll drop it in the TBP community chat. This is on The Washington Post. Just before midnight, six hours into his 10 hour Twitch live stream, Tyler Steinkamp's rage begins to erupt. He's just scarfed down a dinner of cold chicken fingers over the sink during a three-minute ad break and raced back to his computer where he is playing the battle arena game League of Legends uh, as 28,762 people watch. His face is broadcast onto the screen alongside convulsions of neon warfare and a... Uh, oh, man. Just goes on and on. 280 messages a minute. Um Gee. Uh, talking, uh, okay. At 26, Tyler is a millionaire and one of the internet's most popular streamers for 50 hours a week. He broadcasts himself playing video games from his cramped living room in his <sighs> 900 person Missouri hometown to 4.6 million followers watching from around That's the world. Wild, he earns more than 200,000 a month in Twitch wow. ads and viewer subscriptions, sponsorships with Nike and Doritos contracts with giant esports teams, fan donations and merchandise sales have earned him millions more. What? Dude lives in a 900 person town in Missouri and just I plays mean, video games. Yeah. This is awesome. I mean, <laughs> this is that's, wild.
1: That's the life everyone wanted it when they were like 8 and playing Mario.
0: <laughs> Tyler, yeah. Tyler has brought in more than 2.5 million dollars from Twitch since August of 2019 according to the leaked data making him twitch's 15th highest paid streamer around the world. Wow. Golly.
1: I mean, that's, that's that's insane. That's absolutely insane. And it's hard to argue with the <sighs> the premise there too of, of the article you know you were just talking about because I I would say most rock stars didn't get anywhere close to that.
0: Yeah. I mean, so, that is that's I mean, really something to props. think about. Yeah, go go uh like name a rock star and tell me if they make two hundred thousand dollars a month. You <laughs> know or what I mean? Maybe
1: they did at peak. How long can they keep up with it, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, that's just that is it's insane. That is absolutely insane. And it's impressive. Um it's uh I, I think a lot of it does boil down to accessibility. I, I think also kind of the stuff that Russ talks about very often on the show, which is gaming is just so much bigger and has so I, honestly, I guess deep pockets, if not just shallow pockets, but millions of them, billions of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it I, it doesn't really surprise me that a Twitch streamer is killing it, topping the charts, if you will, uh, as a game streamer, right? I, I do personally, like it's hard for me to imagine millions of people tuning in to some of the people that like stream their whole lives, or, you know, like the the article you kind of started to get into was talking about people that are just streaming exploits of the the rich and whatever, I guess rich, they're famous now, maybe. But yeah. uh like that that is such a strange just ecosystem for me. It's so hard for me to wrap my head around it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but clearly there's there's a huge falling. And I guess I guess it makes sense, right? Think think back to the sort of the onset of um reality TV. That, yeah. that never resonated with me very well either, but name a reality TV show that isn't, like, still in production. It's crazy how many right. seasons of of shows like The Real World and Survivor and stuff have just gone on and on and on and on. And I couldn't, I could literally, I just can't watch those shows because of how, like, overtly dramatic everything has to be.
0: Right, I can't,
1: yeah. I just can't watch it. It's, it it doesn't it just doesn't jive with the way that i look at anything.
0: Yeah. I hear you. This whole article like it gives it gives this whole like every time i see stuff like this i think you know i, I mean again the metaverse stuff kind of comes to my mind where this guy spends his entire like work life in this virtual world interacting with millions of people. Yeah. And, then he, and then he hangs up his headset and walks out into the quote-unquote real world, and it's showing him uh, lifting a bunch of weights, like, you know, kind of moving about the gym and all this kind of stuff. And I kind of picture that as like, it's almost the inverse of, you know what I mean? He's, he kind of escapes into the real world, goes and lifts weights and pays attention to his physical body, and then goes back into this virtual world where he arguably spends most of his waking hours. I don't yeah, know. that's crazy. I don't know. It, it is. And, crazy. And you just see it more. I wonder and more which more, one defines right? him more. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It it just kind of gets your brain ticking on some of that stuff. So. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, yeah, I wasn't wildly. going to dive into that, but yeah. And then yeah. you think about the oh, metaverse stuff and all that. There was another article here. Uh, there's another Matrix um, Awakens. Um. Um. Trailer, trailer that just came out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Keanu Reeves is is in it. But it turns out Shocker. it's digital Keanu. Keanu. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, so it he was showing off the Unreal Engine 5.
1: Uh, I, that, saw, uh, I saw the headline yeah. for
0: this. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And so everyone sees don't the watch uh, trailers.
1: So I see. Oh, me either. I just that saw that. That I plan on seeing. So I just, I yeah.
0: refuse. <laughs> I saw this article and uh, it's just wild. And they show a comparison between the digital That's version so cool. of Keanu Reeves from 2005 to now. It's That's just crazy. amazing. Absolutely that amazing. is that. That's
1: actually pretty cool. I'll have to go check
0: that out. Yep, and then also, somewhat in the same vein too, Darren dropped. Did you see the robot um, that Darren Zook dropped in yes. the PvP chat?
1: Uh, and and the the comparison. You watch to you the, the, the video? Silicon Valley.
0: That is so yeah. funny. <laughs> yes. You can't, yeah, you can't unsee the scene from Silicon Valley. No, not at all. That's. that's did you great. watch? No, the video? I didn't actually.
1: I didn't watch it. Is it? Is it? Well, oh wait, no, I did. So, I I saw this. I'm not sure if I saw it in that link or not, actually. But I yeah. didn't go through his article. I did see. Uh, I, I think it was. It must have been on Reddit or something. But I saw the that humanoid robot AI platform. The facial expressions are fascinating.
0: Yes, that, it, the the clip where it wakes up. So this is. Um, what is it? Engineered Arts, a UK-based designer and manufacturer of humanoid robots. So they, this is a demo of them showing off their lifelike creation, right? That's uh, the robot's called Emica, A-M-E-C-A. But basically, it's like it wakes up and then it's looking yeah. at its hands and it's like, what's going on yeah. with me? And then it looks up at the camera and smiles at you and reaches its hand out. Yeah. The Incredible. way the eyes move is
1: very real instead of yeah. unsettling like i feel like so many humanoid robots the the eye motion is probably the number one thing that sort of snaps me out of that reality obviously they did a lot more work beyond that too because and, and anyone listening you should go check this out that engineered arts um the it looks like the title of the youtube clip uh is amica humanoid robot ai platform but yeah bet you go look for that look at it everything from eyebrows cheeks the way that the eyelids move um, and then that what i noticed i think the first thing that stood out is that the the eyes themselves the eyeballs if you will they they track in a much more human sort of flicking about way than i feel like most of the humanoid robots that i've seen ever really lately or yes this is the best Um, one it, it, it does it feels incredibly real like it it's It's the first one that's creepy for me in the, okay, we're getting close to you texture and you color that like a human. Cause this, it's got a crazy right. sort of tone to the skin. Yeah. It looks like, and, yeah, dead, dead and, skin. And I'm not going to be able to differentiate, especially if you throw a little, you know, unreal engine editing on top of it. Like, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm already there. Right. Like where's Will Smith. We're going to need to fight back.
0: Yes. But um, what I was going how do we get to, <laughs> how soon are we going to see this meeting up with Boston dynamics? And yeah. Now we've got an iRobot situation.
1: No, for sure. For sure. Um, that it is super super impressive, and what I was going to say though, like I feel like some of the later ones that I've seen, some of the more recent ones, also creepy realistic, but there's something just dead about the face and the way that they, you know, sort of animate themselves. Mm-hmm. This one looks very human. It's the way that it interacts with itself, even, is just sort of fascinating. That that's yeah. crazy.
0: That's wild. I'm. I'm rewatching it it's again. It's just right everything. Now. Everything is so fluid. The way
1: the fingers move, yeah. the way the lips move, everything except for the smile at the end yes. is just like, oh, that's very human. Okay, that's not.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think about like a a robot dancing or whatever. It's it's the exact opposite of that. It's unbelievably fluid.
1: Yeah, though. So cool. Anyway, so so so, so cool. Good share. Thanks, Darren.
0: <laughs> yeah, the smile at the end is kind of funny. It's fluid, kind of the smile like at a, the end, is like pain like yeah it is it was pain i was gonna say it's like are you okay that i exist question mark it was that kind of a smile (laughs) (laughs) it's weird is this good is this good (laughs) am i am i a real boy that that smile reminds me
1: of the meme uh and the guy i'm gonna forget but the 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 older guy with the white oh the pain smile yeah uncomfortably (laughs) smiling like everything's fine his I'm in, face screams. Nothing about this is fine. That's what that right. smile
0: looks like. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in Spain minus the S. <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, oh
1: man! Speaking of pain, uh, did you see the article about um, the email that Elon Musk sent asking, or that's a little more bold than asking, uh, his employees to come and work on the Raptor engines over the Thanksgiving holiday?
0: No, I didn't see that, but I can't that remember was, if, if that was an episode that you and I were talking, or if that was, that Russ? was probably Russ. Was if you guys already talked yeah. about it, well, we it didn't, didn't it talk may about have email. Happened. I didn't know about that. No, oh. it was something well, I threw so out was, at the end. We were talking about oh, okay. how the how it was. Th- I thought it was you um, with the Starlink uh, or the Starship risking Starship bankruptcy trip. if it didn't get yeah like two launch or a launch every two weeks or something like that. So,
1: yeah, no, I didn't it, we, see may, email, we may have though. touched on that, but the, the email and it goes back to that. But what was cool about this article that I was reading, I think it was an ours article. I think I've got it up and I, I did put it in the notes. It was it's uh, it it got into a little bit of detail. So the, the email was basically um, Musk saying to his employees, like we're we are at risk of bankruptcy. And I think it may have been what started a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, you know that that earlier conversation but what was neat about this article was that it really it painted a, an interesting picture with a little bit more detail than I, I think I had really gotten into or considered and um it talks a lot about sort of i mean call it overextension but just the the what what SpaceX is trying to do right now right with uh Starship and trying to get to Mars that being you know Musk's kind of personal goal for for uh, SpaceX, right. the Falcon 9 deliveries, which are now a cornerstone to m- multiple nations' sort of space programs, so it's not like that goes away necessarily, but but they could fail in their pursuit for Mars. They could fail. In their pursuit of, you know, global reliable uh, satellite internet, so Starlink, as you as you mentioned earlier, right? Um, and and that that was the one that I really hadn't considered. And and I guess Musk did actually respond to someone later, and he basically just said the bankruptcy was probably a bit of a stretch, but if there's a prolonged economic downturn and these things go wrong, like it's still a real threat. So he was probably being a little hyperbolic when he when he kind of pushed that way. But what was neat is. That it, it points out just how critical the supply chain is for the Raptor rockets. And yeah. I, I just hadn't really sat down and thought about it too much. But basically each each um each starship has a, a massive payload compared to even the you know the Falcon 9s, the heavies. Um and without the starship. Uh, SpaceX's ability to deliver Starlink satellites at a cost that is going to be effective and make it profitable is at risk. But each one of the starship uh, or starships, I guess you'd call it, stage one and two requires 35 Raptor engines. And what? Realizing that the Wait, say it again? Flight, each
0: stage? No, so no, no. What? Both
1: stages. So both stages what? together they require 30 35, yeah, 35 Raptor engines. The The first stage uh, requires 29 Raptor engines, and then the the second one requires uh, six, six additional. So second stage. Oh, through the so, launch,
0: through the launch? So like, yeah, I'm not quite following. So you're saying those tw- so, so 29 Raptor engines at once that are lit up? And right. And then you go into the second stage after they disconnect? Right,
1: and the second stage is only six, but that means yeah, that okay. any, any Starship that doesn't land without catastrophic loss, right. Or I guess the ones that do land that cost them 35 engines. Yeah. So it's crazy. It's a huge deal that, that they can't, they can't get behind it. And then also, I mean, let's, let's hope that they don't have, you know, crashes, but I, I also, you know, from my experience and stuff like that, I think it's unrealistic. They're going to lose some of these ground units or some of these initial units Sorry, not ground units. Um, and that's just that's an incredible loss for for what is effectively a program shortage part, right? Now yeah. it's an extremely complex part. But I, I just hadn't really put together how much hinges on the success of Starship and and for them to meet it. I mean, they're they're talking about not being able to basically meet the demand for their own satellite launches yeah. if they can't get this up and running in a in a
0: reasonable time frame. Yeah, I didn't and realize there was so Starship,
1: Mars is just off
0: <laughs> yeah 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 set mars aside um let's look at starlink yeah. alone i didn't yeah. realize that starlink was that dependent on starship right i thought they yeah that, exactly so
1: so the the satellite v2 is twelve thousand second generating satellites um that are bulkier than the first yeah. it would take 300 falcon 9 launches to get those into oh. space which is untenable Right? right. And that's the they yeah. they're assuming an internal cost. Starship again, the article hundred. gets into this. The yeah. internal cost of twenty five million a launch. That's seven and a half billion dollars. And it would probably take ten years to get just Starlink satellites up into the sky under those conditions. And so the 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 starship can carry four hundred satellites a piece. Um so that's that's a huge click over the over the the Falcon nine. And uh it, it's just that's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: yeah. It is crazy.
1: So, yeah, I, I really hadn't put, put all that together. I mean, it makes perfect sense, um, but and, my goodness.
0: And I hate hearing, because it's not like, oh, the Starship program faces bankruptcy, mm-hmm. which would be kind of a weird word to use. The sure. program itself shouldn't be fa- facing bankruptcy, but that it would be all, all of SpaceX, right? Because there's a lot of other things that SpaceX is doing, partnering with right. NASA and yeah. Um,
1: and the article kind of gets at that. That's where it got into yeah. Musk's clarification later, which is, it's it, it, they're already sort of a, a pinnacle for space programs. The Falcon 9 is still the least expensive way to get payloads into space now. And right. so it, it's not going to go away. SpaceX probably wouldn't go away. But yeah. on the whole, they're not profitable yet. And to get there, sure. they need the Starship to be successful. So that's where you know this this huge sense of urgency and and push is coming from and and mean, we just for need... me, it... well good okay. for you what no I was just gonna say it doesn't surprise me at all that musk is asking employees to work you know over holidays and stuff like that that actually just seems right up his mo but it was pretty fascinating to read some of the details and as to you know why there's some real truth to his sense of uh, urgency and, and I guess fear for the program and its success based on Raptor engine delivery. Like there's, there's just a lot rides on them being able to produce them and produce them quickly. Right.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it makes you wonder if uh, he should just sell some Tesla stock to pay for it. <laughs> uh, better <laughs> ask some Twitter. Of his Doge. Although <laughs> Doge is way down. Yeah. You better ask. Twitter. Everything's way down.
1: Everything's Golly. on sale. Yeah, that guy is
0: <laughs> hilarious including you
1: know most of techs tech stocks too. So. <laughs> yeah
0: uh yeah doge is down uh gosh it hit like sub 12 cents i think or <laughs> no, it hit like 12.5 never five. should have
1: been never should have been that high in the first
0: place uh yeah except but for it hit, you know 75 cents or whatever right before you no, went on no. snl That's
1: ridiculous
0: but yeah, yeah, Bitcoin, Bitcoin went down to like 42. It was at 69, um, November 9th. So less than a month ago, it was about to hit 70 and now it's it hit 42 uh, this weekend. But now it's back up to well, 50. Considering it serves no back purpose. Back over 50. Bitcoin <laughs> serves no purpose? I didn't say, we oh, not, no, no, not Bitcoin here? Doge, sorry, no. Yeah, B- no, I'm Bitcoin's, talking, I'm talking price of Bitcoin.
1: Yeah, I got you. No, I, I thought you were talking sense again. I was like, whatever. Doge is all over the place. Don't care.
0: No, you no, no, no. That was no Bitcoin. That was all different Bitcoin argument. pricing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Follow it. Yeah. No, no. But I mean, that's always been the thing, right? It's, it's a speculative investment. It's recognized right. in this as an extremely risky asset, which I think, like, if you if you look at Bogleheads or you know, based on John Bogle, Bogle. Um, I think it's Bogle.
0: Uh, you know, that it's
1: recognized. About? The, John Bogle. The have you never heard of like Bogle? John Ed's C. Or, Bogle, yeah,
0: American investor.
1: Yeah, um, he he's the sort of index the one of the fathers. Oh, the Vanguard the father group. of sort of index. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Index investing, creating the
0: first index fund. Just, just, I got gotcha. you.
1: Yeah, yeah, for and, sure. Inexpensive and, and and just set and forget and all that stuff. So yeah. Um. Anyways, they they actually sort of I think uh, I forget where I saw it and I don't have it handy, so I may misquote this, but they they. Finally, that group, I don't think Bogle's really active.
0: I'm not even sure if he's alive. But um, no, He died in uh, 2019 at the age there of 89. Go. Oh, it was recent.
1: That's right. I, yeah. I never remember seeing that article, but um, they they actually classified crypto, you know, as far as assets go, and and I they basically classified it as the riskiest asset type, and I think they call it an extremely risky asset. But it's pure speculation. It's like why yeah. why why would you buy Doge? And the only answer is someone might buy it from me for more later. You're it right. serves no purpose. It cannot be used for anything. It is a joke. So that is pure speculation. There there it it has no future value per se based on functionality or, or anything um, unless it gets fixed, which is also total YOLO, right? Um, and and so it's just never surprising to me to see massive fluctuation in the entire crypto industry because it's built, you know, as you say, a casino on a house of cards, so.
0: <laughs> mm, yes, yes. Uh, okay, before we get too far away from, mm, yeah, from Musk, Let's go back to this article. How much quicker is a Tesla with three jet engines strapped to it? Was this the thing that rusted <laughs> out? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get to look at it, but I
1: feel like that needs to happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, he more. said it's a 20-minute video. I I did not get to get into this. He oh, said no. it's worth it if you've got the time. Um, uh, the it's the it's in the TBP chat.
1: To a Tesla Roadster. Oh my gosh. And and a fast one at that. What <laughs> For a car that goes that fast, like, I mean, actually, I'm not even going to ask. I know the answer why. I would do well, this if I had the means.
0: <laughs> there's a P85D that's got, just in the in the thumbnail clip of this, it's got three, three rockets mounted to the back of it. Yes. But what's wild, like you think, oh, how ridiculous is that? And then you remember that the Tesla Roadster uh, had been planning something like this. They had an that's array of 10 booster rockets as an option in an upcoming sports car to where, in order to <laughs> defeat the fact that, where to get past the basically the laws of physics and friction and drag coefficient, all this kind of stuff, uh, you would just actually elevate the car off the ground and then use thrusters to to get to sixty there mile, you, you know, zero to sixty faster than one point nine seconds, right? Perfect. Just, just, what, just what everyone needs. Ridiculous. I need these
1: on the road. Yeah. That sounds safe.
0: Yeah. Just put a Raptor get, engine
1: on the put, back of put it. Put an okay? auto drive on it and done. Maybe that's the real secret. He's gonna he's gonna start shipping Teslas with Raptor engines and they're already oh. overproducing. They're facing that's what that's what Do the fourth that. motor in the the Cybertruck is going to be. You hear about that oh. announcement?
0: Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Apparently, the, the speculation is that that Musk or Tesla, in this case, uh, because of market pressures, a la Ford and Rivian, um, they are changing the direction of Cybertruck, which used to have a single, a double, and a triple or tri motor option. Now there will be a quad motor, and I I've been trying to look into those. Um, I guess articles or, or try to understand a little bit um, more about it because the uh, it looks like it might end up being two, three, or four now instead of one, two, or three. Yeah, as baby. Opposed to like more like engines, one, two, and then straight to four. But I'm I'm actually I'm really intrigued by the move too because uh, you got to wonder did Tesla pick three because it it had like the best mix. You know, reward for having the right number of motors because the the specs that they were promising with the tri motor were already what like two point nine seconds zero to sixty, which is absurd. Oh, it's so crazy! Giant stainless steel vehicle that can tow yes. fourteen thousand pounds and could go five hundred miles, right? Right. That's already pretty crazy. Um, but did yes. did Tesla engineering land on tri motor because of a cost to capability? You know, sort of tipping point, or was there a diminishing return for that fourth motor where you just didn't see that much? And I, I, right. we're actually going to get to see it, right? Unless they'd been toying with this all along and they knew that they'd be able to meet it by getting to this point. But basically, if you go from a tri-motor to a quad-motor, you'd expect some of those stats to change. In in yeah. I would expect a meaningful way. Like, is it going to be able to tow 20,000 pounds now? Yeah. Is it going to take you 600 miles? Or... Mm. Or is, is all of the jockeying for that really not going to fix it? Is, and, and is it is it going to drain the batteries faster now? You expect yeah. it's got an extra motor, but they're not working as hard. Like What, what are the actual trade-offs and, and what's going to happen to the specs? Are they, are they going to not change because it turns out that there really was no major reward, but people
0: are just goofy? Yeah. Who knows? I, I don't think that they were toying with us and thought that they were going to do this anyway. Uh, I don't anyway. think so either. Yeah. What I, what I, the feeling I get in watching Tesla and SpaceX, um, and Musk, right. Is this kind of real time, you know, what you, what you see is what they're really thinking about or working on. Right. And you know, who cares if it's kind of half baked, um, we're going to put it out there and we're going to push the boundaries and see what the response is and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I went back in, um, whenever you brought that up, because now with four engines, uh, or for motors rather I shouldn't call it an engine motor i guess maybe the definition of an engine fits i don't know motor you should call it a motor, motor. no it's a motor um the does it well i don't want to get too far off my train of thought here but does the definition of an engine mean it has to be internal combustion uh a i machine mean machine with it's moving parts that converts motor. power into motion is what it says
1: Power into motion.
0: I mean, a machine with moving parts that converts power into motion. Engines still have more. Motors still have
1: moving parts. It's just using electricity. Yeah. Anyway, and it meets that basic definition. I would think a, an a motor is an engine in that case.
0: Yeah, yeah, but uh, okay. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> we'll to that, but um, with those four motors. They put one on each wheel and now they're sure. going to turn, be able to turn the wheels now the the part yeah. of my brain that's like don't grind your wheels into the pavement and <laughs> and just leave <laughs> rubber sitting there but the truck can now like crab walk it can go sideways yeah, i know as well right which which, which is, is totally competitive pressure tight. there because yes cause that was the yeah.
1: hummer you know the hummer promised right. crab walking and they've shown Correct. renders or whatever of that and then uh what it's uh, he also Musk tweeted about the tank-like turning, right? So that's a Rivian thing. They've yes. shown Rivian uh, you know, flipping the truck, just doing 360-degree spins on the ground, and, and you can that's do that. That's exactly what I was going to say. Independently That's, that's why they wheels. went that route. I think yep. so, too. And and I actually, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if the capabilities either stay the same or they change marginally. could be in either direction even, right? Because yeah. I, I think adding an extra motor probably takes away from total mileage maybe not towing that'd be great but it probably takes away from total mileage unless you increase battery capacity and i know they were already planning on using the what the new 4360 cells and the uh the helical battery array to to squeeze some more percentages out of total total kilowattage anyways but um yeah Yeah, i I I completely agree
0: (laughs) i am i'm a i am I love that you can remember that stuff (laughs) um but keep in mind too just the the mechanics of how the the wheel is connected um to mm-hmm. the vehicle yeah. it's not going to go straight sideways right it's going to have to go forward no. and sideways or backward and sideways unless you get so it's going to be able to move diagonal. Cool tires <laughs> uh, right yeah yeah but there's no way to have the tire or the wheel turn fully perpendicular from the vehicle uh, without wow. breaking the axle So, something, yeah, right,
1: exactly. But you know, it's interesting too because having any kind of gearbox in the back to use a single motor to power both rear tires that also has weight considerations, right? And that's gone because you just put another motor on the edge. So, really, adding a fourth motor might just be a a net benefit uh, outside of the what I'll call bell and whistle features of crab walking and I don't know, spinning on a dime, which I like, cool, but. Don't add 10k to the cost of my vehicle yeah. for that. I'm not yeah. like I'm not okay with that. <laughs> so,
0: well, and I went so back in they're... to try to see. So when you brought that up, because I had the same exact question, I went back in because the first time, you know, back when you could reserve these, you could click single, uh, dual, or tri right? motor. Yeah, uh, but it's not even an option anymore. I, I guess unless no. it's after you put your credit card in. But you go no you go no no because I saw I saw I saw. Yeah, basically, I saw some you just chatter in- about
1: that. They disabled it right when they made that announcement yeah. that the quad motors was, was going to be a thing.
0: Exactly. So, you can't but- even configure any of that or, or see any of the stats anymore. It basically says, yeah. you know, order, you know, put in your $100 refundable deposit, and then you'll be able to actually pick uh, as production nears in 2022. So.
1: Yeah. And I, the other thing that's interesting, um, I did. I saw a YouTube video of this that showed up in my, I think, Google News feed. Um, but they went through some stuff and they did talk about some of the reactions that Musk has had on, uh, on Twitter um, and also pointed out that Musk has tweeted about features that didn't come to be in the past, right? But mm-hmm. um, they talked about the quad motor option. They talked about he basically confirmed that that's gonna happen. He confirmed that uh, you'd be able to pick that upgrade if you you know, had picked a tri-motor, for instance. You should be able to upgrade to a quad motor. No indication of what that cost would look like, that the Cybertruck will come with a yoke, not a steering wheel. Um, he hinted at fly-by-wire, which is pretty cool because I guess one of the complaints, I actually haven't been tracking this very much, but apparently one of the complaints about the Model Ys with the yoke is that the, uh, you have to uh, do more than a full rotation to get the maximum turning turning radius, which is awkward with a yoke compared yeah. to a steering wheel. And right. so, the solution to that is sort of like extreme uh, power steering, right? You you fly by wire, and when you when you go to the edge, it it accelerates or decelerates. You know, basically how much steering you're actually doing as you get to the edge of the yoke, instead of having to spin it all the way around to get the same yeah. effect. Um, and that would be pretty slick. Um, I, I don't know that it matters too much. So I think that's so you're one saying of those it, things. Where it would be dynamic. Like
0: you you, are you saying, just yeah. so I make sure I understand, it would be dynamic. So as you get closer to the edge of that's my understanding, left and right, that it would accelerate in terms of how much it's going to turn?
1: How much it's going to turn, right? So the, the implication there would be, you know, it's probably going to be really natural, you know, if you – if you're just doing lane changes or turning a little yeah. bit but if you needed to go and get maximum turn out of it instead of having to go 360 degrees with the yoke when you got to i don't know probably close to 90 it's going to accelerate that last bit yeah. and take you all the way to the edge of the turning radius faster so it'd still be natural i think
0: video games do that too did you know that sure i can't no, remember. i didn't was, but it makes sense a few that i've seen yeah you can go and change in the settings. So you know your your x and y axis rotation. You know if you're gonna have it at one or nine or whatever, there's a there's a second setting, and I can't remember exactly what games um, I've seen this on. But once you get past like, if you if you get over to the like, think about the edge, twenty percent of your screen. Once you get into that point, it'll accelerate up to like nine, but your normal is like five or something. So it's kind of cool. Anyway, whatever. Um, what else we got here? That's cool. That's a fun one. I still can't decide. I've got a reservation for the Cybertruck and the uh, the Lightning. I still can't decide which one I think uh, is the one I, I would like. I
1: think, I think if you're going to pick one, you should do what I'm going to do, assuming I can even afford one of them, which is capabilities, right? What yeah. and, and that's coming for we'll somebody who really doesn't sure. care that much about how the, the truck looks. But I don't think they're going to be close to each other in total capability, maybe yeah. for the same price. That's that's fair, right? But um,
0: they're gonna yeah, be about I, I the think, same price, honestly,
1: right. So so I think one of them is going to be a standout winner. In that case, I can't say which one, but I, I've got bets. <laughs> um and, and I think it, it all it's gonna boil. What down do you the think? Tell, that actually what are your here. bets? I, I think Tesla is going to outdo because of experience with electric vehicles. I think yes, they're going to be able to squeeze more range, more capability into the same frame reliably right out of the gate with the Cybertruck, or at least they're more likely to succeed in that regard because it's not like Tesla has a, an uh, an unblemished history of providing quality in their vehicles or anything like that. Correct. But um they have, hands down, produced more electric vehicles than any other automobile manu- manufacturer at this point. I think the the idea of an electric truck is a big deal, and Ford obviously rocking it when it comes to truck production. But is it a huge shift to go from a fast electric vehicle to a truck shaped fast electric vehicle, or is it a Mm -hmm. bigger shift to go from a reliable truck chassis to an electric version of the same thing? And gut tells me that it's a lot harder to go from an ice, you know, an ice engine uh, to a reliable electric design than it is to go, uh, from a, a reliable electric design to, uh, a truck chassis right because I, I mean at the end of the day the the way the electric vehicles are put together it's it's a giant battery with engines as close to the wheels as makes sense from an engineering perspective motors clearly one motors. Of each one, or motors yes yeah, sorry
0: um <laughs> no we've determined it but, but then
1: but then everything else it's just it's it's like four wheels with a lot of speed providing you know smarts and yeah. then like a shape that sits on top of it <laughs> Right. right. Exactly. So I, I just, I, I think you could almost, you could almost say that Shapeless once, the top once top they top. get the chassis for a Cybertruck in place, you could just pop the top off. I know it's not that simple, but you get my point. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like well, making it, making it look, trick,
1: yeah. You just well, have and you see that, right? Think about,
0: think about dials exactly. based on what they're trying to do.
1: Yep. So. The critical components inside the skeleton of most cars is not dramatically different. And that's why right. they all look so cr- similar. And then you yep. you add some funk to the outside, which Cybertruck obviously did. And and I'm personally of the opinion that the Cybertruck looks ridiculous, but I don't really cool, care.
0: Ridiculously yeah, cool. I was no, like, your mic no, got no, cut it's... out there for a second. Ridiculously cool.
1: <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's a funky looking vehicle. And oh. that's not necessarily a good thing. But... I'm I'm not one that cares that much about it. Like I, I still think that nature's wiffle ball effect, Hail hail Dents, is, is an enhancement <laughs> to most vehicles. Whereas other people actually bother parking their cars inside, which is just silly waste of space. There's all kinds of fun stuff you can do in garages <laughs> that has nothing to do with your
0: car. There's so much I want to say about this. So much I want to say. <laughs> Tyler has a 10-car garage that he just uses as a wood shop. And I That's right. go over there right. and, I'm and like, I bikes, would fill this which, with cars. I would fill this I wanna
1: I wanna build a structure to get the bikes and a lawnmower out of there because they have no business being <laughs> in my garage either.
0: If
1: it's got wheels, why? Unless it's just a dolly for a tool. Um yeah, so <laughs> if it can live outside, it will put it that way. Um but yeah, I, I like I am the kind of person that would have bought what was it, like a Chevy Aztec because yeah. it, it made a Gross. good tailgate vehicle. And they that were might disgusting. Have challenging their friendship.
0: Honestly. <laughs> I would just I would have just made fun of you. I think the
1: Cybertruck is just the new version of the Aztec. They don't yeah. look that different. The color choices is way better. Way to go DeLorean on the on the palette.
0: Yeah, um, there we go. But
1: uh you can but, have any color you uh, want no, as like,
0: long as it's metal.
1: It's actually I, I did see I don't even know if it was a leak, but apparently an engineer took a picture of himself next to a sports car, a fancy one. Um with a matte black Cybertruck in the background, Ooh. so it may not be restricted strictly to. Uh, well, dude, you can wrap any vehicle.
0: Well, no, I know that, but the fact go, that it was at
1: it. a Tesla facility and, yeah, 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 yeah. and it was That's obviously true. sanctions like, there's probably going to be a few color options. So
0: I'm a sucker for matte black. I would go matte black. Matte black's good look. I'm not gonna lie. Or do the Rhino no. liner on it anyway. So to yeah, go back to the 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 Lightning versus the Cybertruck. And I've I've pinged Jim Farley, the CEO. I don't know why he hasn't gotten back to me. It's like he's busy running a company or something. But the th- the thing I'm most concerned about with the Lightning is that they won't offer six seats. Now, every other version of the F-150 that they've ever had, oh, there has been a six-seater option. But yeah, me with four kids, right? If we're all going to fit in the truck, you know? Gotta well, there you seat. go. Looks
1: like you're getting but, a Tesla. Well, don't when, we don't nice know, that know yet. I don't know. No,
0: that it's was out here. there.
1: That one... That one was tossed out earlier. It's speculation, obviously, because it's not early? delivered yet. But that, that Tesla would have a six seat option. Oh no 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 they we, do. It would be good. they do. You can yeah. go see the yeah. That's why I see said it. it's
0: your only choice. No, it's it's Too not. It might be my only choice. We don't know. <laughs> That's what choice. I'm saying.
1: That's it. We. I'm calling it today. That's it.
0: <laughs> Jim hasn't gotten back to me whether or not they'll they'll offer a six seater version. I've reached out to the uh Just to the dealerships. Really. They say we have no info. But all I'm trying to say here is every time they highlight the lightning. They like to highlight that center console and like the workspace and and the the screen and the interface, that whole thing that would take up that sixth seat. So it makes me wonder if they're even going to offer that. So anyway, whatever, I'm going way off on a, and if you want to get back into the whole meta stuff, um, we probably need to shut the show down here, but, um, you can see, so Nike's getting heavy into it. Adidas is getting heavy into, um, the metaverse or whatever it is. You want to term this whole like digital, um, uh, digital world of real sure. life physical products, right? They want to sell, um, you know, Nike and Adidas uh, footwear or, or clothing or whatever to your the digital version of yourself. That's, that's, um, and then now you see uh, Jim Farley. He just retweeted uh, Rocket League earlier today. Rocket League is releasing the Ford Mustang Mach E and the Ford Mustang Shelby GT350. RLE it's coming to rocket league on December 9th uh, and they're going to try to sell cars in no. games and no. people are going to buy them. they so. will. It will not be me.
1: I will not do that. Yep.
0: Yeah. So I, it just making me wonder mm, how soon we're going. I'm to going see. to be a
1: very poor
0: meta individual. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's the default um, is always the best. Uh, yeah, exactly.
1: Whatever comes free with the game is the best option. Yeah. <laughs> <Period. laughs>
0: All right man Just like you want my to shut it down there in Destiny a... 2 It's like what? oh you're a spaceship you haven't played D2 in forever
1: but <laughs> Me yes neither, we... but I remember because I never so changing my ship <laughs> You're
0: always flying that broke I may never one, like... play it
1: again either but I'm definitely what? never changing my ship
0: <laughs> They had so many cool ships though and you're flying nope. that one that like yeah. had one of the, the best one was the one they fired <laughs> <laughs> like a junker
1: And on that note That brings another Tech Breakfast podcast to a close. Thanks for listening, y'all. I hope you enjoyed it. We sure did. And we are trying to get back on the bandwagon here and record more regularly. So hopefully we'll see you on Wednesday or sometime soon. So maybe tomorrow. And have a good one. Maybe. Later. Later.